it's not a it's not a action injury go. Yeah. 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 And so there's there's the intro right there. Kind of be chatting it up. We'll see how. Let me say that into the microphone. Action. Here we go. Nice. And here we go. And here we go. With the low voice part. I can't do that. This is this is like the the I don't even know what the the trough. <laughs> I don't know what it's called of a wavelength. I'm pretty sure it's called the trough. Pretty sure it's called the trough. And then there's like the crest. I think about those low. <laughs> you know, if it was like 7:30, I'd just woken up, my voice would be way deeper. Way deeper. And like naturally too, I wouldn't have to try. It just work out for me. All right, so this is our first podcast. Yes. Yes. Right? We are calling it Truth Uncut. Yes, sir. And that is probably the most difficult part of what we've done so far. Honestly. Right? Was, was coming up with a name. Mm-hmm. And not only taken. that, yeah, a, a name that hasn't been taken, just and like you just said. Yeah. That was And difficult. there are some names that we liked uh-huh. that were associated with things that we don't like. Yeah. <laughs> so he <laughs> so decided to steer away from those we a little bit. We had to filter quite a bit. <laughs> Yeah. As far as through the names. And we're stuff, not going to tell you what those names were for those of you who are listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was pretty rough. Um, but this is our first podcast, and hopefully it's not the last one. Um, but we're definitely doing at least two today. So, yes. So we're good. Uh, we're going to start off by introducing ourselves. So um, I'm Taryn. I'm Jeremiah. I'm David. David is married to a wonderful woman named Sam. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hyper up. <laughs> He's shaking his head at me. We're not supposed to mention her name. Um, but I told him I was going to do it anyways. So, anyways, this has been a journey for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we had this idea. Maybe our pastor had this idea. Somebody had an idea. And Somebody then had We were idea. thrown into it. And yes. then kind of David was brought into it. Yeah. And uh, so now we're, we're trying it out. The point, though, and I think that this is important for us to talk about. Well, first off, actually, um, this is uncut, so there's going to be a lot of weirdness and, yes. and jumping all over the place. So yes. much weirdness. So <laughs> secondly, though, <coughs> I want to kind of get some things clear. First off, this is our opinions, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I tell David all the time that I'm correct and yeah. always <laughs> He right. does a lot. But I, yeah, of course, everybody thinks they're says, always right. I give up, David. You're just, you win. <laughs> I've said that twice. <laughs> 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 I've only said that twice. In one day. In one evening, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, but this is our opinions, right? And so yes. this is what we believe to be true individually. Um, I do want to point out that not everything we say is necessarily backed by our church mm-hmm. or by our denomination. So if somebody says something upset and you are listening to this, please don't write the church or the denomination. You can write us and yell yes. at us for it. Um, secondly, send them to Taryn. Send him to Corey. (laughs) Corey can take all the heat. (laughs) Corey can take all of that. Yeah. Um, Corey's the guy behind the camera, by the way. Um, But secondly, we're probably, and this is just me assuming, but we're probably not going to agree 100% on every single issue. For sure. That's Uh, likely. That is likely, Likely, right? So we all come from different backgrounds. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But we all come from different backgrounds and... um, ideals and i mean we're all in the same belief system the same religion yeah um, i know we at all least go to the same church we go to the same church yeah um yeah. and i know at least jeremiah and i we grew up in the church mm-hmm. uh, we'll hear a little bit about david's story here in a minute but 
that doesn't mean that we see everything exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. And so as we go through this, I think it's going to be interesting to see where we disagree mm-hmm. um, and where we agree. And and then I can prove you all wrong and <laughs> you'll agree with me. So yeah. right, that's the goal. <laughs> Looking um, forward to it. <laughs> but like I said, so I've grown up in the church uh, all my life. My dad has been a pastor all my life. And how old are you, Taryn? I'm old. I'm, I'm old <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm 36. Um, not the father, though, just saying. Um, <laughs> Definitely the oldest, though. Not by much. No. How old are you, David? 31. 31? <laughs> no, 33. 33, okay. And then Jeremiah, we're not even talking about his age because he's young. I'm a young feller. 20, 23. 23. 20, well, next month, 23. 20, oh, okay. Yeah, so technically so 22. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm reaching, but. For some reason, know. I always think that you're 24, 25. Almost. O- almost. I mean, I'm not too far away. No, because that means I'm almost 40. We don't have to run with that. There's a point in your life when you switch from going, I'm almost 24 to I'm 32. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nice. closer to 30 than I am yeah. 32. Um, anyways, I forgot what we were even talking about. At that point. Uh, it was sort of like an introduction, our yeah, background introduction, a little bit. Yeah. Right. I was saying that I grew yeah. up in the church. You asked how old I was. Mm. So I grew up in the church. My dad's been a pastor all my life. Um, and so I think part of that, I have a specific mindset just because this is what I know, right? Yeah. What we're going to be talking about today, um, which is Pentecostalism. It's what I know. And so I might be a little bit biased on some things, but also um, I will be honest, and David knows this firsthand, <coughs> you'll get to know this. Um, I like to push the boundaries a little bit. Gotcha. Right? So yeah. just because this is what I've been told my entire life does not mean mm-hmm. that that's just the way that I believe it then. Like I like to go and see, okay, are you actually right? Or, yeah. or some people call me contrary. Yeah. Um, I think you just like to see that people know what they're talking about. Even if you believe that same way, you're like, really? Is that really what it is? Well, I yeah. do. I do yeah. like to make you prove it. Yeah. I, I will say. Yeah. But anyways, that's me. I got three kids. They're all teenagers and that's a whole different world. Different <laughs> subjects. Different, different topic for a different podcast. <laughs> so your turn. Yes. Uh, so I'm just about to be 23. I just got married, not this last December, but the prior. So we just had our first anniversary. That was exciting. Um, I grew up in the Pentecostal church as well. My dad actually started the church that we all attend um, when I was about seven months old. Uh, so that was that was fun. Good memories. Um, but yeah, I've, I've grown up in the church my entire life. Um, a lot of it, like Taryn, it's just what I know. <clears throat> and then my, I remember my senior year, I got a little taste of what Taryn was just talking about, of he wants to look into things, he wants to, he wants to make people prove it kind of thing. So my senior year in high school, I had a project at school in my English class, and we had a 15-page research paper that we had to do. And I said, all right, this is a wonderful opportunity. Let me really dive in. Do I believe to my core everything that... I've been taught my entire life. So I had this 15-page research paper on Christianity versus um, evolution, which is just, it's, you know, it's the world of you. But it was, it was really eye-opening. I learned so much that, I mean, I had no clue before, um, and I still hold the same beliefs that I'd held beforehand. So it was really reaffirming for me. All right. Yeah, I kind of grew up in a Christian household, too. Not kind of. I did. I grew up in a Christian household, but I wasn't, like, super involved in church stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I was around 24, like you, when I really started to want to know, like, what I believe and why I believe it. Started going to church more often and uh, just started me down this road. I really wanted to know. I was telling Taryn that 
my kids are going to grow up and have all these questions and like just saying, well, it's in the Bible. It doesn't really work anymore. Yeah. You know, so I surround myself with people like Taryn who know a lot of stuff and <laughs> just ask them questions and just try, try to learn more, as much as I can, really. Yeah. And that's why I'm here. Life was Sweet. simpler probably back in the day when it was just, it's in the Bible. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I it's agree. Like, oh, okay, then all right. That's Stuff like, fine. My dad told me that, you know, mm-hmm. that works. I think part of what it, what really, and I don't want to say it really caused me to do it then because I was a teenager and, and unfortunately, I mean, like I was still a Christian, but like God was not the center of my life. Right? Yeah. Like I was a teenager. I was in the high school and all the stuff that comes to high school and getting girlfriends and, going, <laughs> you know, and things like that. And so, um, <clears throat> but I remember I was at this event talking to, and, and um, one of our, our, our next podcast is actually going to be discussing Mormonism. We can kind of get into that a little bit later, but I was talking to a, a Mormon friend of mine and he had brought up some stuff. And of course I'm, I don't know, I was probably 16 years old, uh, 16 or 17 probably, and thought that I knew everything, which back then I really did not. <laughs> and regardless of what we say, I still don't, but yeah. we just pretend. Um, <laughs> but I really, but I, I thought I did. And so he's like telling me about what he believes as a Mormon, and I'm like, this is why you're wrong. And so we got in like this heated debate out in the middle of this event in the football field. And when it was all said and done, I looked like an idiot. Really? Because I, I mean, I was just like saying scripture stuff that I had been taught, but I had no backing for it. No yeah. foot to stand on. Yeah, really yeah. no... I was just like saying a bunch of stuff that was in the Bible that really didn't even necessarily apply. Yeah. But I knew that it would went against what he was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it was all said and done, especially getting older, when you look at things like context and, and why things are being said, it's like, oh, I totally misused that scripture that had nothing to do with <laughs> talking about. But at, and so I think that was like the beginning of my journey to... If I'm going to talk to people, if I'm going to try and witness to people, if I'm especially going to talk to people of different belief systems and different faiths, I need to really know what it is that I'm talking about, about my own faith. Yeah. Right? Because unfortunately, and again, I don't want to jump to the different podcast, but unfortunately, I think sometimes the other faith systems know more about their belief than what we know about our belief. Yeah. For sure. Right? Because we Definitely. just kind of quote what we've been told, what we heard on Sunday morning, whatever, what we've learned in Sunday school, which are all good things. Yeah. But then sometimes we wind up looking foolish because well, it's just regurgitated yeah. information that we really haven't took time to study. Right? I think that's something that can actually be really dangerous too. Cause if you aren't solid in your own faith and you go out and try to witness somebody who knows more about their own religion and possibly even knows more about your own religion, you can get swayed. And if, again, if you aren't strong enough in your faith, that can be really dangerous for you. Yeah. 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 I've had that a lot where like having Jehovah's witnesses come over and they just ask you questions you have no answer to. And I mean, that's one reason why I started trying to research more stuff because yeah, it kind of sucks not knowing the Trinity or just basic questions that we should all know. Right. Because it's easy for us sometimes. I think, well, I just believe it because I have faith, but explanation because I have faith when you're trying to talk to somebody who's coming against you does not work very well. Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. So yeah, when they come against you, it would not hold up in a court of law. law. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, And they're, and they spend a lot of time training Mm. to know what they're talking about. And sometimes I think we take it for granted. Right. But they also work to like their salvation for that too. I think that's a big difference is that we're all just doing because we love God. Meanwhile, they're thinking I have to do this. Or I'm not going to make it to paradise, so they put a lot more time and effort into it. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. And I, I'm going to try and bring us back 
to today's point, right? Because now we're really getting off into the next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just jump right to it. That one right now. <laughs> so, just for those who are listening, I think maybe we'll we'll talk about or just kind of kind of give a uh, a flow. So we're starting off the podcast right with this is what we believe as Pentecostals. Mm. There's a lot of confusion out there about that, and so people who are going to come in and possibly listen to us, um, they'll know kind of where we're grounded in. And then the next couple um, episodes, we're going to be talking about where our religion and our belief system um, differs from some of the other mainstream Christian belief systems. Yeah. Um, and kind of give some com- comparison um, so people know where we're coming from and, and kind of what we don't believe and why we don't believe it and why we're different and those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But today, we're going to start with uh, Pentecostalism. And uh, I put this uh, in my notes here, Pentecostalism, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because unfortunately, Mm -hmm. there is some bad and some ugly Mm -hmm. that goes with it, right? And um, I think one of the biggest misunderstandings is that Pentecostals are super crazy people who do a Mm -hmm. bunch of charismatic, wild stuff, and we all need medication. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. If you look on any social media, if somebody makes a video about the different denominations of Christianity, every single time, without fail, the Pentecostal one is just somebody waving their hands, sprinting around their house, and, like, screaming at the top of their lungs. As you do. <laughs> That's a joke. That's not me. <laughs> I was about to say, hold it. Have you done that? I want to see their video. I want to see. But it's true yeah. that... Yeah. Um, I mean, really, 100%, that's usually the only thing it's associated with. Or you have snake handling, poison, mm. which we're going to talk about that in a minute. Because you see that a lot in movies and stuff. That's how it's all portrayed. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And the media, I mean, not, not like the news media, which it doesn't help, but just Hollywood media yeah. has really um, exaggerated, I think, the craziness of, of what Pentecostal is. And I will be the first to say that we have given them enough ammunition and fuel yeah. to make us look like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, well, every exaggeration starts at a truth, and then it just that's why gets a right little there. bit bigger. That is, that is some wisdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, write it down. <laughs> write it down. Just pencil it in there. Don't put that in my notes. <laughs> every exaggeration starts with truth. <laughs> um, but the thing that I think we miss a lot is when we so for us especially as pentecostals we spend a lot of time focused on the book of acts right in acts chapter two and and one thing about this podcast i think is i have scriptures but i'm not going to read a ton of them yeah um, i mean if it's really important you know i'll, I'll reference them but uh, it's more i don't want to just throw out a bunch of scriptures to you guys and, and be like here you go and yeah you don't get bogged down with that not that See there, yeah. not the not the scripture's bad, and we get bogged down with You're it. You're a heathen. Know <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> it's truth uncut. <laughs> can't edit oh, that out. Um, can you edit that out? Uh, I'll see if we can. Edit that. <laughs> Just be like a chunk of missing audio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Just the, yeah, for those who are watching on YouTube, it's just us smiling and no words anymore. Just, yeah. Um, but we go back to Acts chapter two, where we see the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Mm. And there is speaking in tongues. There is the sound of a rushing mighty wind. There's tongues of fire, which, quick side note, if there's anything that I want to see in my lifetime, and I probably won't, but I want to see tongues of fire. Like, that would I don't, be so I don't cool. even know what it is. I, right. I, I picture, like, little 
tongues of like little flames on people's heads. I don't know. That's how I pictured it in my yeah. head. It could have yeah, been yeah. An, an aura. It could have. I mean, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. it could have been anything. But I really want to see tongues of fire. I don't think um, it would be shaped like an actual tongue. Well, that no, not be. like not like the tongue <laughs> in my mouth, but like you know the, the I, yeah. normal little candle thing. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> I like to picture shaped like a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> now I am picturing it shaped like a tongue. Yeah, and that's sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but so we. Yeah, now that's all I'm going to be saying all day yeah. long is just tongues. Tongue, <laughs> like, tongue, never mind. It's the strongest muscle in your body. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> um, but we, we, we go to that as though that is Pentecost, right? Yeah. And really, Pentecost was so much more than that. So when you go back to Deuteronomy um, and, and Exodus, I believe, God actually sets in place this Pentecost feast, which is the celebration of the first fruits of the second harvest. That's a lot right there. But yeah. anyway, so right, so you have the like the fall harvest and then you have the summer harvest or whatever. I'm not a farmer. <laughs> you can leave comments about when you're supposed to harvest things. But anyway, yeah. so there's the first harvest and then there's the second harvest and the second harvest happens around the summertime. And so they would have this big feast. And if you know anything about Jewish tradition, they had feasts for everything. Yeah. And it wasn't like a day feast. It was like weeks mm -hmm. that they would go or days that they would go and just eat and party and have a good time. And so God puts this in there. Um, Pentecost is this celebration, basically, of the first fruits of the second harvest. They're, they're celebrating. Um, I don't want to get super hyper-spiritual, so we're not going to talk today about how that compares to the new Pentecost and all that kind of stuff. But the day of Pentecost in the upper room we reference as like the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, but really they were just celebrating that Jewish feast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It was during that Jewish feast that the Holy Spirit came upon them and they began to speak with other tongues and, and, and do all this stuff. And then Peter stood up and gave this great sermon and 3,000 people were saved. Yeah. Um, so we call ourselves Pentecostal because of Acts chapter 2, but it's kind of a whole lot bigger than that. Um, and then, you know, we, we, we've kind of taken that and, and ran with it, which is fine because yeah. that's where we believe the church started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, but some of the things that I want to talk about today is the good things first, and then we'll get into some bad and then we'll get into some, in, into some ugly. Yeah. Uh, but the good things is that the Holy Spirit was given to us and, 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 and you guys can disagree with me on this one. Um, I still think that I'm right, but we'll see. you guys can disagree <laughs> with me on this one. But as Pentecostals and, and historically, we have put a lot of focus on the speaking in tongues, yeah. on the running around with our hands in the air, screaming and hollering, hooting, wailing. I, I don't know. I've heard some laughing. I've heard some crazy stuff. Yeah. Laughing. Yeah. Um, we put a lot of focus on that. We put a lot of focus on the healing. We put a lot of focus on the prophecy, on all of the spiritual gifts. Yeah. When I believe that wasn't necessarily the point, and we as people feel good when those things happen, and yeah. we made it the point. Yeah. Right? right? The point of Pentecostals having the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit came down and is enabling us yeah. to reach the world. And you look at Peter, and this is really like, I guess I'm getting kind of teachy or preachy or something <laughs> on this. Just go um, with it. No more conversation. Sorry. <laughs> cut me off. No. Um, but we look at this where Peter's like, I don't want to call him a coward because Peter's my favorite disciple. Yeah. Um, I feel like I relate to him the most. He was a mess up of mm -hmm. mess ups. 
never did anything right for the most part, at least not at the beginning. And he was cowardly um, and he, all this stuff. <laughs> Taryn's really opening up <laughs> he here. He really us. loves this guy. <laughs> <laughs> did you just call me cowardly, David? No, <laughs> no, you called you cowardly. Yeah. No, I called him cowardly <laughs> and said I liked him and could relate. Never mind. Maybe I did. Could relate? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. But so after Jesus, like, we know that he denied Christ. We know all that yeah. stuff. We know right. that when Jesus died, he was hiding. And, and not just him, the disciples. We put a lot of focus on him. But they were afraid for their life Yeah. at this point. Yeah. And then when the Holy Spirit comes on Peter, all of a sudden he's emboldened yeah. to preach the gospel. He's emboldened to go out and speak to people yeah. and, and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it removed that fear and gave him the ability to go and do what he was supposed to do for God. The speaking in tongues was a side part. The prophecy was a side part. The, the healing was a tool that was being used to spread the gospel. It was a subsequent part of being mm. in the presence of the Holy Spirit, of having the Holy Spirit in you. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you look at his speech right after, and he like speaks with such authority and like yeah. just goes on. Yeah. Yeah, such authority from a guy who a couple of days ago, well, a couple of weeks ago at this point, was hiding yeah. and afraid that he was going to be killed. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit comes on him, and the focus wasn't on the tongues. It wasn't on the prophecy. It wasn't on the healing. It wasn't on any of those things. It was on... I'm going to tell you about Jesus. Yeah. And then we see, um, you know, next we see him and John at the gate and they heal the lame man. Again, the healing part was a piece mm -hmm. of spreading the gospel. It wasn't the focus. It was, hey, we're going to witness to this guy and, and, and we're going to do it through healing. Yeah. Um, we're going to witness to this person. We're going to do it through this gift of the spirit. The gift of the spirit wasn't the focus. Yeah. And I think going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, we have given the world so much ammunition against Pentecostalism because we put the focus on the wrong thing, yeah. which then made us seem crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I think if we're talking about the Holy Spirit here, again, I think we focus so much on the fact that the Holy Spirit is our comforter and um, it just makes us feel peaceful, right? I agree with that 100%. I, I don't think... Told you. If, yeah. <laughs> if we were, if we were in, in, in a disagree church service... with that. Yeah. <laughs> if we were in a church service and worship music was playing, if I was in my car and I was listening to worship music, like I still feel that peace and comfort, but the confidence that comes with that, I think sometimes that doesn't get talked about. Mm. And so what we're talking about right now with Peter and he preaches that sermon, especially after having just denied... Christ, that confidence that he got from that, I don't think that part gets talked about enough either. I think also the amount of time he spent, you know, searching God. I mean, when he healed the lame, the lame man, pretty sure he was up to go pray. He was going to the temple to go pray and like, you know, you can't really have, I think, the gifts and go and heal people if you're not devoting your time to be with God and make that your primary focus. Yeah. Uh, well, I think... This is for this is for the Pentecostal people, yeah. not the other people yet. <laughs> but for the Pentecostal people, I think we would see more like because all my life I've grown up in the church, and man, I miss the good old days. Man, I wish this would happen. Man, I remember when these things would you know we would see this this happen in the church and all of this stuff. And I think that part of the problem and why we don't see the positive, not crazy, mm -hmm. miraculous happen in our lives and in our church services and in in our interactions with people out in the community is because our focus is on trying to get 
the miraculous to happen yeah. and not the focus on God, use me to spread your word. God, use me as a, as a vessel for you. God, yeah. use me to go out and, and preach and teach and witness and, and, and be a light in, in the darkness. Yeah. Our focus isn't on that. Our focus is on God, give me all of these cool abilities. Yeah. Because how it makes us feel. It's really cool to do this. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's yeah. one thing about Pentecostalism is it became all about how I feel yeah. and not about what I'm actually going to do. Right, mm-hmm. which leads us into some of the craziness that we see in the world today. Yeah. Right. And 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 there was one thing that we were talking about about um, there's there's different belief system within Pente- Pentecostal, right? So yeah. we say Pentecostal, and it like lumps everybody into this one thing when really there's a lot of very different yeah. variations and very yeah. different. Well, again, it starts with some truth and then people start to add some fluff in certain areas and that's how you get your different parts of Pentecostalism even. Pentecostalism is even, it's one denomination of Christianity and then Pentecostalism starts to branch out as people start to focus on the wrong things and highlight those wrong things instead of sticking with the core beliefs Which that we have. isn't terrible to have your own church and beliefs as long as the essentials are the same and your beliefs of Jesus and all that but like I don't know some of this, this stuff just gets crazy yeah, so. yeah. this stuff gets so crazy and, <laughs> and I'm not so um, I I like to do research I like to research other religions yeah. I like to research the craziness of other religions and the good stuff yeah and yeah. I like but I also like to research the craziness of the Christian religion, the Pentecostal yeah. religion, right? Like what do other people think of us? Yeah. Well, and just what's happening out there? Yeah. Like, what do I think of other Christians? <laughs> 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 I remember like one time um, I had picked up my, my son from something, I don't even remember, and I'm like I have this YouTube video playing on my phone about just some crazy stuff that, that they're teaching about Pentecostalism. And he looks at me and he's like, why are you watching this? <laughs> I'm like, I don't only research other religions crazy. I also yeah. really research our religions crazy, yeah. you know? <laughs> so I know what's going on. But there is so much, so much crazy out there. Um, and it's usually a small amount of people practicing the crazy, but they're the ones that get all the attention. Yep. Right? It happens in our news, too. It's, well, yep. Yeah. It happens in our news. Well, different topic about, like, for a different podcast. <laughs> I'll let you go on, actually. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I don't want to cut into what you were going to talk about. No. But, you know, you see, like, our pastor giving a good s- sermon about faith, hope, love, all that stuff. It's not going to go viral, but you got someone who's charming a snake, and people want to see that. Yeah. You know, so which one's going to spread more, and what's going to be the image? Yeah. You know? I guess that is a good point. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Jeremiah's doing the yeah. <laughs> I quite Got enjoy me. it, actually. It's active listening skill, right? It's Good overactive job. listening skill. <laughs> um, well, now I got distracted. So yeah. Like, yes, and I yeah. Judge um, not listening. What? <laughs> Nothing. Um, so, yeah, we're just having fun uh, and distracting each other. Snake charming. Losing the point. Uh, but, so nobody cares. I guess that, that was my point. Nobody cares about the good stuff that we're doing. Right. Because right? that's boring. That's not newsworthy. Very few people are going to YouTube a normal sermon, a normal service that's, that's from the Bible but uplifting. When's the last time yeah. you looked for a church in Wisconsin, some little church doing a live stream? You know, you don't yeah. search for that stuff. No. <laughs> but you tell me about somebody drinking poison, I want to see what this looks like. You know? And right? so it, I guess... Yes, back back to what you were saying is it's 
more newsworthy. I mm-hmm. people want to talk more about exciting. that and not talk about the normal stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, oh, I did learn though, and this this is kind of crazy. So, um, there's only like one or two hundred churches mm-hmm. in the entire United States that still like handle snakes. We're talking like oh. Appalachian churches, yeah, like over the yeah small. Small gotcha. little tiny, like fifteen people in them, twenty people in them, and and when you think, and what boggled my mind about that was there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of churches in the United States, Christian churches, yeah, not even talking about the other religions and, and just Christian churches, and yet there's one or two hundred that handle snakes. And that's what gets and out. that's what gets yeah. statistically up every and negligible. Like you can't. What's the statistic on that? One hundred out of six hundred thousand churches. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's you have a better chance of winning the lottery, I think, than you have winding up one of those churches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be okay with that. Um, anyway, but something else when I was like looking up, looking this stuff up is. They don't just handle snakes. And this is where it gets really, really weird. Okay. So they don't just handle snakes. They burn themselves and they drink poison. Like this one guy drank like arsenic, like straight arsenic. Mm-hmm. He just drank it. And and then like I, there was a video and he's just like has this bottle. It looks like a homemade Molotov cocktail type thing. Definitely homebrewed. <laughs> homebrewed. <laughs> and it's got like the bottle with the wick coming out of it and it's on fire. And he's just standing there like... With his hand in the fire, because he believes that the Holy Spirit's on him, he's not going to get burnt. Did he get burned? Well, okay. So, so, th- so if you're not watching this on YouTube and you're only hearing it, you're not going to really be able to see what he's I'm a cheater. Gonna, but he's a cheater yeah. because okay. he'll burn his hand for a little bit and then he'll raise his hand and praise the Lord. Yeah. And then he'll put it back near the fire and then he'll raise his hand and praise the Lord. Suspicious <laughs> like, ow. <laughs> and so I'm watching this going, but your hand was only there for like, 10 seconds. So then I also <laughs> wonder too, because there's stuff you can actually put on yourself to protect yourself from right. actually burning. So oh, I would wonder so if maybe there was I don't know though, because they were there. passing it around the congregation like this bottle. Yeah, he gotcha. go full bore. Okay. Like, check this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember the ar- doing that as a kid. Like, well, no, like, I would do that. Yeah, yeah like, running my finger through the, the candle wick. Yeah. Or <laughs> taking the lighter and seeing how yeah. hold it there the longest. <laughs> Teenagers are stupid. We, that, like, that has nothing to do with our spirituality. Though. No, 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 no. It, or, or and we're all older now, yeah. right? Like somewhat, somewhat. But you're not. You're not still doing that, are you? Still we're doing not. that? Only to impress little children. <laughs> yeah, but you're not getting up in front of a like church. My niece and nephew. <laughs> Look at what I Uncle Jeremiah can do. Exactly. <laughs> Don't try this at home, kids. And then, of course, my nephew tries it and hurts himself. Yeah. And I get in trouble. <laughs> Could have just said no. I don't do that anymore. I'm not a liar, David. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a liar. He's going to do it. Um, but anyways, yeah, so there is some crazy stuff out there. And, and yeah. it boggles my mind. I don't like pain, right. for one. No. And so why, like, no. And the scripture that they use is uh, in Matthew, right? And it's talking about if any or if anybody or if you were to drink any poisonous thing or get bit by a deadly snake. I can't quote the scripture on top of my head. I can yeah. look it up, though, if somebody wants to. David's going to look it up. Thank you, David. Um, thank you, David. Mm-hmm. But it says, if you, like, drink any deadly thing yeah. or you get bit by a snake or any of this stuff, you won't die from it. And the point, and this is one thing that as we go through this, 
uh, this this journey of podcastism or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, oh, I got it. You got it. What, what does it say? Uh, Mark sixteen eighteen. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. Okay. okay. So, one thing that, that that's a big deal to me, and we kind of touched on at the beginning about you know in our intros and stuff. You got to take things in context. Yeah. Right. You got to take things for what they were meant for. And when he says that, he's talking about hey, you're going to go be missionaries. You're going to go preach the word. If by chance you happen to drink something that's bad for you, yeah, it's okay. My spirit's going to be with you. You're probably not going to die. Yeah. If you get into now, think about where they live, right, and where they're being missionaries to. Everything there was created to kill you. It's like Australia, yeah. right? Like <laughs> every bug, every animal, yeah. every it's all meant to kill you. And so he's saying, as you're doing this journey out into the world to spread the gospel, oh, that was going to be really bad. <laughs> um, to spread the gospel. You're going to come in contact with maybe some snakes. We see this with Paul, right? Paul's gathering sticks, gets bit by a snake. They're like, oh, he's dead. He didn't die. Yeah. He didn't purposely go out and find a snake to bite him. He didn't purposely go out and drink something poisonous. Yeah. Jesus is saying here, hey, I'm going to protect you. Yeah. So don't be scared to death while you're out there doing my work. Right? And, yeah. And I, I've got a problem with some churches that are doing that too. And I'm not trying to like, you know. Down talk them. I I don't want. But okay, so the Bible tells us not to test God in any area except for our finances, right? Right. That's deliberately what they're doing. They said, "I can do this and get away with." That's that's their mentality on it. It's well, I got to Not to play devil's advocate on this. Okay. 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 But they're not testing God so much. They're testing themselves because they truly believe that if I'm like the Holy Spirit is on me. Okay. No, because when they die, they well, we were talking about this the other day. Like, I'd rather sit at home and have prayer than go to the hospital because God's gonna save me. That's totally testing God. Anything? I guess in that instance, yeah. But 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 getting bit or burnt or dying from poison, they truly believe that if the Holy Spirit's on them, like if they're so, they look at it as a test of their own of their own faith. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And they should be looking at it as a test of their well, when I've looked that at that, I take that back. I take that back. That verse, I've always viewed it. Not We're going to cut that out. The uncut parts are going to be cut out. <laughs> you might want to cut this. Uh, no, I've always viewed that as not to be taken literally. You go back one verse and he says, and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. Um, they will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink their deadly poison, I view that as... Like it says, drive out demons. It's snakes are symbolic of demons many times in Scripture, and their poison, I guess, would be lies, false teachings. You can go and be around these people and not die. You won't be taken in by their ways. That's kind of how I view it. That's I an interesting can perspective. That. Yeah, I, I like that, that perspective too. I still think that it's literal, though. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, agree with, right. you'll agree with me someday. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's funny. I think it works both figuratively and literally. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, I, I don't. Dis- I don't disagree with you. No. Wow. Fully. That was big. <laughs> that was that was a big it's, moment right there. I'm growing as a human. <laughs> um, but I do think it is a it is little to a point because again he's he's sending them out, and and they we know that they were coming in contact with people who were possessed by demons. We know that they were coming mm-hmm. in contact with that stuff and having yeah. to drive those demons, like the literal demons, not. Uh, What's the word? False prophets? No. Literal demons. Yeah. Um, 
not metaphorical demons or, or whatever. Yeah. Like it was literal demons that they were casting out. And he's saying, you're going to have this ability. And remember, up until this point, they weren't good at it. Yeah. Right? They, 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 oh. they, they tried, and then they came back and like, we can't do this. And, and then, like, this is why. When they finally did, they were amazed. We could drive demons out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's like last week's stuff, guys. <laughs> Way to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> Way to catch up. Um, so, I mean, part of it is super interesting, right? Like, yeah. it's super interesting that, that people believe this, but it's also horrible that people believe this yeah and and i wish that they didn't believe this because then it would make the rest of us not have so much extra work to do yeah when we're trying to explain to people like this is what's happening and in every time that i talk to people um in my life and people that know me well but we talk about god or religion they've known me for 15 years and they still say you believe in the speaking in tongues stuff huh yeah and i'm like yes but it's not what you think it is like yeah. it's not as crazy or wild and and really I, I do think it probably did get out of hand in in, in his historically oh yeah definitely, I'm right? sure well I, like it's it's the 100 or 200 churches you know there were definitely some circumstances where yeah you know it's a misrepresentation of exactly what it's supposed I think to be. especially when it really started to get going like we were talking about how people didn't quite know how to handle I guess being filled with the Holy Spirit like that. And right. It was a new feeling. Yeah. New emotion. They didn't know what to do when that came upon them. Yeah. yeah. And just like anything, we don't always handle it well. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then hopefully we grow and we learn and we mature in God and, and, and we do it correctly. Um, so I don't want them to, to say that hopefully they get there one day. They're, they're wrong and, and we shouldn't. We, we can't downplay that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, they, they are wrong and that's not at all what God meant. And it definitely does not help the gospel uh, of, of Jesus Christ, right? The saving gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Which is our goal. And if we're doing something that isn't pushing that goal, then shame on us. Even in our own lives as our own people, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing that is bad is then we have not the snake handlers, not the poison drinkers and the burning themselves people, but we have the people who think that like Pentecostals who go crazy and think I am a little God. Like I can speak yeah. things into existence. Yeah. And, and, and I, I told like, this is like the point of this podcast, right. Is to be like truthful and yeah. raw yeah. and just let it all hang out there. But I'm still a little bit nervous to name specific names of people in, in, right. in, in, in the public. Right. Cause I don't want to get it. Save that trouble. for <laughs> episode three. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's get going first. And then we'll start calling people out by name. Yeah. Um, but there, there's, there's a specific preacher um, white-headed. <laughs> Who legitimately says, he goes and talks to God, and God says, what do you think that I should do? You oh, give wow. me your instruction. You tell me what we should do in this situation. Uh -huh. And when I hear this, it boggles my mind as though any person... You think you're that special? Yeah, that <laughs> God comes down and goes, you know what? I'm not really sure. What What do you think? I'm really scratching my head over yeah, this. How do you think this situation should be handled? And oh, I'm man. Like, no, he didn't just say that. No, he didn't just say that. And he truly believes that. Mm -hmm. And so that is a different form of Pentecostalism that makes us so arrogant and stupid yeah. that God bends to our will. Or that we become some sort of spiritual being here on this earth and can create things out of nothing, that we can speak things into existence, 
There's a difference between being empowered by the Holy Spirit to do miracles yeah. and then all of a sudden just having the ability to do it whenever we please. And see, that belief there, that that really goes back into the core of Christianity, like the, the some of the core beliefs of Christianity. And if you're altering those, I feel like now you're just borderline a cult. <laughs> I mean, I don't, uh, you didn't say his name, so we're okay, but like... Dipping your toes in the cultury. a little cultish <laughs> belief right there. This wasn't even supposed to be about cults. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> the fact that, yeah, it's pretty cultish. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't even... I had, I'd never even heard that before. Oh, yeah. Especially not in the Pentecostal church. It's, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Which, I'm trying not to be like, like the whole point is to is to have a discussion about this, let people know about it, yeah. kind of learn some stuff ourselves and not be degrading, right? Like yeah. I don't want to degrade other religions, but. I just called them a cult, so I don't think it can go worse than that. that. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> if we can speak things into existence, then why in the world do you need my money to buy your new jet, just go yeah. speak the jet into existence yeah. and the licensing for it and the pilot at that point. Like, <laughs> you know, pile of money. Too, and all the fuel. And then you never pay for anything, right? Like <laughs> if that really is the case, mm-hmm. then it doesn't it doesn't add up, right? It doesn't yeah. line up. And, and then you have some that believe they can speak to storms. Right. Like they believe I can control the weather. Which yeah. nowhere in scripture do we find anybody in the world, uh, in, in all of history really controlling the weather other than Jesus himself. I was just, right. yeah. I, I was right. I was waiting for you to drop that part. <laughs> I was like, am I going to correct Taryn? This is awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Next, next Didn't I'll happen. leave it yeah. up next time. Yeah. So yeah. Say, well, yeah. that's why they're, you know, you like you said. like I know. I really don't know that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you're making me feel good. We like, we like to make jokes about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> jokes that you know everything. That's, that's the actual joke. We don't believe you know anything at all. Just let me pretend. <laughs> Sorry, David. No, I don't remember. <laughs> Talking about uh, speaking to storms. Oh, I guess yeah. You're like you were saying about being mini gods. It's like they're putting themselves on par with Jesus, with God. Like yeah, they're believing this stuff. I don't even know if they believe it, but like some of them, I think do. Like they believe their own lives. Even if they don't believe yeah. it, I think they're guilty. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not God, and I'm not a mini god, and I'm none of that stuff. And 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 I think we Christians sometimes get in a bad place because we judge other Christians, and we shouldn't do that. Um, I mean, I'm going to call it crazy, crazy. Yeah. But still, your heaven and hell is between you and God, right? Like, like not me. But I think that even if they don't necessarily believe it, the fact that they're teaching it mm-hmm. to people yeah. makes them guilty. Even yeah. if in their own mind they don't believe it, they're leading people astray yeah. in this belief system that they can they, they can do these things. And the the speaking to storms thing is just weird. This, the controlling, and not, not that God doesn't answer our prayer. Right, there's actually a story that my dad tells um, where they prayed for a specific weather. They had this uh, winter fest that they needed to happen, and they didn't have any snow. And there was supposed to be all of this stuff. And they like went down to the church and they prayed, "God, we need something for these teenagers." Yeah. And the next day, there was snow. Uh-huh. Um, and, and it wasn't that they can, that they spoke to the weather and they said it's going to snow. They they cried out to God, and God gave them what they needed. Uh, that's different than I have the power and ability to just tell the weather what to do. That's all a perspective thing right there. Why are they not stopping hurricanes and yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's a big perspective thing right there. And that can completely change the meaning of the entire verse. And 
again, it goes back to the core belief. <laughs> We're not God. <laughs> if you rely on God yeah. and trust in him to do whatever he thinks is best, you're not a cult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. For the most part, if you think that you are God um, and can do whatever you want, then, then you're a cult. Yeah. 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 We need to do a whole different podcast on just cults. Absolutely. Actually, that would be super fun, honestly. Yes, <laughs> just cults. You know, that one, we could probably say, yeah, they're cults and we're calling you out. Yeah. yeah right, because... It's true. <laughs> it's super true. Oh, um, man. So, and that's, so the good, probably try to bring this to a close. I don't even know how long we've been talking. About. I had a question, though. Oh, okay. Something apologetic-y. Um, <laughs> yeah. What would you say to people that talk about, because obviously speaking in tongues and prophecy, all this stuff is big in Pentecost churches. What about the people that say that that ended, that it was just for that time for those apostles? Show me where it ended. Right. Right. So when we see God, so, so I was going to try and like bring this down. Mm. I'm out of coffee and, and <laughs> I don't know how I'm going. Um, so, uh, 45 minutes. Is that what I'm getting? 45. Oh, we've only got 45 minutes. That's not bad at all. Yeah. We got, we got some time. Okay. So, um, Corey's over here, like being silent, like <laughs> minute, like trying not to interrupt. It's like a flashlight. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> Morse code um, with the flashlight. Oh, you know what we should get? Like a timer, like big red letter timer. Oh, that thing would be over there so that we can, pretty good. Well, not behind me because then I can't see it. No. Well, you, we could, then you won't be able to see put it. Put a small one on that wall behind All you and a small one, like, yeah, just out of or the just camera. A square one right in the middle. Right there. We should probably talk about this after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is our first one, all right? So we're still brainstorming. I like, yeah. like winging it. Just <laughs> keep it open. Actually, this has gone pretty smooth. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, it's gone pretty smooth. I agree. Uh, Minus the uh-huhs on my part. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, I'll and, work on that. And, and the next pop just stuttered. Um, <laughs> and the next podcast, I'll talk less, and Jeremiah's going to talk a whole bunch. So then, you know, that'll be, more that'll or less, be good. You know? More or less. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we talking? Oh, the question about so this is and and you do the ums ums and now I'm doing in in in. Oh, oh my gosh! Now I'm focused on it and that's all <laughs> that I'm thinking about. Um, to answer <laughs> your uh, So, anyways, moving on. To briefly answer this, we don't spend the next hour talking about this. Um, I think it's a big question. Though. Well, it is yeah. a big question, but. The, the simple answer that I would give at this particular point is the Old Testament, God, God's the same, right? We know he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. But sometimes he moves in different ways based on the situation or the time frame or the people. He himself is still the same. Mm -hmm. But how he does things adjusts to the needs of the individual, the needs of the place that, you know, where he's working or, or, or society or whatever. Um, so it's not that he's he's changed. He's just ministering to each generation the way that they need to be ministered to. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we see in the Old Testament where he did things a certain way, mostly through prophets and and that kind of thing. Prophets and sometimes kings, he did things. And then in the New Testament, he changes. Now things are done through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And we see where there is a stop of the one and then where God himself publicly initiates a new way of doing things. So before it was through the prophets and through the men of God and through judges and things like that. Then we get into the New Testament and Jesus says, that's the old way. We're going to start a new way. And then he sets the new way through the Holy Spirit, the comforter. He sets that in motion. At no point can I find anywhere, and I'm not talking about the Bible, but I mean anywhere, any other sound doctrine or sound teaching 
not not by some of the crazy people, <laughs> uh, but sound doctrine, sound teaching, where God has now instituted a new way again. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So we see where Jesus said, that's the old way. This is how God's going to move now. Actually, you only find that in like our next topic about like the new way that God is doing things. Oh, like yeah. Mormonism. Yeah. 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 The next few topics, actually. Yeah. But that's, I'm not going to say crazy because that's mean, but um, <laughs> not right. That's incorrect. Yes. There uh, we go. But so you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That God specifically set in, in, in motion a new way of doing things. And that hasn't happened again. Yeah. And even with the next topic, which, I mean, we were, we're like skirting around the issue. Yeah. Uh, but the next topic, we're going to talk about Pentecostalism compared to Mormonism. Yeah. And the differences. And, and one thing that we'll point out in, 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 in <laughs> one thing we'll point out is that the goal is not to degrade or come against any of the other beliefs. It's yeah. to show the difference between what we believe and what they believe and ultimately why we're right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why we're doing this, right? Not it's our mission. The yeah. heart of it is proving to people we're right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, exactly. that's, that's why we're doing this, to, to, to talk about rough issues. And yeah. if you bear with us, like talking to the people who are listening, if you bear with us, we're going to get into some crazy stuff. We just didn't want to start off out the gate scaring everybody off. Um, so, <laughs> so we're going to talk about some crazy stuff. But the beginning, we kind of wanted to set a, a baseline of this is who we are, this is what we believe, and this is why we're different than a lot of the other uh, so-called Christian belief systems. So the next one will be on Mormonism. But aside from those beliefs that tried to set new things in motion themselves and claim that it was from God, God has not come down and said, okay, there's a new way. The Holy Spirit's out in the sense, and we're going to do it this way. Yeah. So for me, I would tell people the Holy Spirit's still active. He's still doing the things that God set up then. And until you show me that he said, don't do it that way anymore, I'm going to believe that that's the way it's supposed to happen. So this is kind of a paraphrase of a paraphrase. I forget who I was talking to. If I did remember, I wouldn't say their name anyway. Oh, you're so um, nice. Right? Yeah, I'm just considerate. Um, they said we'll something, and again, paraphrasing, they said something about somewhere in the Bible it says um, about where, like, the gifts that we get from the Holy Spirit, spiritual giftings, that will cease. Um, maybe it was my brother. It is in the Bible. It is, yeah, yeah. They will cease, but there's never a point where it says, this is when, this has happened already, these things are gone. It talks about it, ceasing when the time of the, the time of perfection has come. Or, right, because yeah. it talks about the end times and says, your old men will dream dreams, young men will see visions, yeah. your sons and daughters will prophesy. So unless we're past the end times. So when I hear right. that, I think after the second coming of Christ. That's, and that's, that's what comes to mind. Because it talks about like the, the, the next age or the age of perfection. Anyways, it talks something about perfection. or what's mm -hmm. So all of that's going to end, and I agree with you. That's when Jesus comes back and sets up his kingdom. Yeah. Until then, the prophecy, the speaking in tongues, the healing, all of that stuff is going to continue yeah. until he comes back. Because I don't know, we haven't really gotten into the next age where things are great yet. So I start to wonder then, those people who do believe that it will cease if they're reading all of the scripture around it as well. Do they think we're already in perfection? And if so, that's very sad. No, I mean, there's people definitely, a lot of people believe that the gifts have ceased. Cessationism, is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, they just believe you just don't do that anymore. And they don't really, in my opinion, like talk about the Holy Spirit or feel engaged to it. It's almost like the Holy Spirit in some instances isn't the th third part of the Trinity. It's not really thought about, you know. Gotcha. So, okay. I don't like that. What? <laughs> that belief system. Like oh, yeah. yeah. 
It just seems horrible because he sent the comforter, right? He sent the comforter to come be with us to help us do our job. Yeah. And then he just takes him away. That's horrible. Right. That just is horrible. Um, there is a belief system that I probably could turn this off because we're not even anywhere now into any of the, we're just talking. <laughs> new um, territory. But whole new territory. <laughs> but there is a belief system in, in I don't know all of the the specifics around it really because to me it's a little bit crazy and so I never really spent that much time and I've only known a few people to actually believe this. Gotcha. But they believe that we're in heaven. Right? Like the second coming has already taken place and this is our afterlife. Man, that's just so sad it's to depressing. me. That is, that is so, so depressing. That's why I hit so many red lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to throw this out there. Yeah. If this is heaven and it has COVID, I don't yeah. want necessarily <laughs> heaven. Yeah. I mean, that's just... Yeah, that's not a, I do want heaven, even if the, even if it has COVID. I don't want hell, but that's not a very good heaven. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah, red lights, COVID, war, war. I mean, yeah. right now all the right stuff there. that's happening with Russia, and, and I mean, there's just this is not a good afterlife. Well, there's also yeah. people who believe it's more like hell, I guess, purgatory maybe. Oh, I think like that there is a belief that believes that this is hell too. That's their belief is like, we're in purgatory or hell. Yeah, that this is which that makes more sense. If hell was this bad. <laughs> What's Hell wouldn't saying? be that bad if this yeah, is the Yeah, I mean, if this it. is the worst that it gets, yeah. I could live through it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super excited about it, but, yeah. I mean, I want to... Like, this, I'm really looking forward to something else. I'm yeah. Just, <laughs> say, I hope this is... What's the it saying? This yeah. is as close as a believer gets to hell and as close as a unsaved sinner gets person. To sinner gets to heaven. I've not heard that, but that, that makes some sense. And I keep tapping stuff in his drama core crazy. Oh, is, is, that, is that he's telling us to stop? <laughs> yeah. All right. So... Pentecostalism, yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, there is some ugly and bad, but that's with every belief system, right? But ultimately, for those who are listening, the Holy Spirit isn't there to be crazy. He isn't there to make us crazy. He's there to enable us to go and spread the gospel of Jesus. And sometimes that's done through healing. Sometimes that's done through prophecy. Sometimes that's done through speaking in tongues, which is a whole different. We don't even have time to get into what speaking in tongues really is, even um, today. But maybe. Sometime down the road, if somebody's interested, we can talk about that. Yeah. The different types of tongues. Yeah. But it's not supposed to be scary or crazy. It's really supposed to enable the Christian to go out and accomplish the Great Commission, right? To go out and preach the gospel with boldness and signs and wonders following when necessary to reach that group of people. And so as we go forward, ultimately, if anybody does like tune in and go, oh, the Pentecostals, that's weird. We're not weird. Yeah. Like, if you come to our church, it's just a normal, really good, feel-good, upbeat, happy yeah. Sunday. Like, there's not a whole lot of crazy. I mean, sometimes there's some craziness, but not, <laughs> yeah. not, not, not like, bad crazy. We're like not weird crazy. for our beliefs, though. I mean, no, we're pretty we're yeah. pretty subtle for our beliefs, <laughs> yeah. really. I mean, we're if you think about it. Yeah, we're pretty mellow Pentecostals. I mean, we have a good time, but, yeah. but I mean, anyways. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the point. There is, there is good, and the good is what we want to focus on. But, unfortunately, there's also bad, and there's some really crazy ugly out there. Yeah. Um, but next week we're talking about Mormonism. Okay. We're going to talk about uh, similarities and differences. Again, we aren't going to be here to take a dump on Mormons, but we're going to talk about similarities, differences, and why we're right. So, <laughs> yeah. as Terrence said earlier, <laughs> I was going to say it feels good that somebody else said it. Yeah. <laughs> we should yeah. end it with, and now you know. And now, and now you know. You know. Truth uncut. A truth uncut. And now you know truth uncut. 
This is the, un- the truth <laughs> this is, uncut. This is truth uncut. We'll yeah. figure it out. The guys. uncut version. We'll, we'll figure it out. The truth uncut uncut. version of the truth uncut. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's the end. Yeah, that's, that's the end. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. You can do whatever now. We, we get in trouble for that. Keep going. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. That's all, that. folks. TM like at the end, like. <laughs>